Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Fernando. Hola, Ben. And Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. Hope everyone is having a wonderful Valentine's Day weekend. Love, (laughs) it's in the air. Ooh, is that what that is? Viagra's in the chemtrails. Everyone's getting hard, having fun. Hope everyone (laughs) is indeed having fun. Getting hard, staying wet. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to start anything <laughs> regarding love. But anyway, that's what we're talking about today. The CIA, you know what they love? Spying on you. Yay. We'll talk about it. Joe Biden, what, what? does he love? War? War. War. You got it right. War. What is it good for? Absolutely money. So we'll talk about that. But before we get to all of those stories and more, Let's talk about a new book, Donald Trump, a man with a butt so big, ooh, every toilet wishes it could be christened by it. Oh, no. There's a new book out. It's by Maggie Haberman. It's called Confidence Man. Mm. She loves to write books about Donald Trump. Everybody does. A lot of money in these books. But the question is, are the paper that this book is written on good enough for Donald Trump to flush down a toilet. (laughs) Bombshell report coming from this book. Um, (laughs) Evidently, uh, Donald Trump, he's in the White House alone, dude. Because Milana's doing her shit, she's bitching about Christmas. She's busy. Christmas. She's on parlor. Like, she's busy, dude. Parlor. Donald Trump has all these notes that he would take with his hands in in the meetings, right? Uh And there must be like, you know, stick figures with big dicks and stuff. And he would say, if these get into the enemy hands, sure, you know, they're going to know all of my nuclear codes and sexual fantasies about Stephen Miller. So there's no way that I can let these live. Right. But unlike what happened with Inspector Gadget, Uh his papers don't explode. Oh, no. Donnie's papers get wet because much like a goldfish you got from the uh, circus. Or from oh, the, uh, so what do you call, what do you call those events? The, the people, fair, the, the, the fair, the county unlike fair, the, unlike the goldfish you got from the county fair, which you do have to flush after oh. a couple of days, they die young unless, unless they're cartoon goldfish from the great TV show life with Louie. Ooh. RIP. Not yet, mm. but at some point, just getting ready for it. What I'm saying is here, <laughs> Donald Trump evidently flushed his papers down a toilet like a stupid school child (laughs) attempting to hide his failed report card from his parents. Uh, Right. And apparently he did it so much, it clogged the toilets of the White House. And now there are people being like, well, um, we kind of need to know what was on those or we'd like to know what was on those pages. Sure. (laughs) But I think the most important thing is the uh, multiple boxes of secret information that he took from the White House that is now hanging out at Mar-a-Lago, just getting ready (sighs) to be flushed. Right. He's going (laughs) to rip it all up. I wouldn't be surprised if he found every single copy of Maggie Haberman's new book and ripped up every page in it (laughs) and just just get all the shipments, bring them here. I'm going to rip them up. (laughs) Well, that's probably... You know, the funny thing is with Maggie Haberman, maybe her book sells, maybe it doesn't. I don't freaking know. But I know when I worked at Fox News, anytime someone would have a new book out, Mm. boxes and boxes and Mm -hmm. boxes of those books. The one I remember the most was this gal, 
Oh my God, Andrea T- T- Tor- Tortellini. I forget. Tinteros. Tinteros. Oh, okay. She didn't write this book, but it was entitled "Tied Up in Knots." Mm. And on the cover, she's all like tied up in knots. Right. And then the catchphrase is um, how women getting what they want made them miserable. And the truth is, <laughs> she didn't write that book. A dude named Michael Malice wrote that book, right. who was a total psychopath. So what I'm saying is, most of the industry, when it comes to books. It is just bought by large entities, and then they can say it was on the New York Times bestseller mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know if that's going to happen with Maggie Haberman's. Maybe they are all being shipped to Mar-a-Lago as we speak. Yes, <laughs> for they, ripping and flushing. They got a large shipment sent to Florida. Ugh. But Donald has had a long-standing feud with toilets. Yeah. Yes. And I know we're talking about love today, but sometimes... In order to know love, you have to know hate. Yes. Hmm. And there was one thing that Trump hated during his time in the White House. Was it the dictator, Kim Jong-un? No. No. Mm -mm. He loved him. He had love letters from him that he did not flush. He did not flush. He kept those. (laughs) Yes. Hanging on the wall. Isn't that nice? Mm -hmm. But he did have, let's just say, a love-hate relationship with water standards Mm -hmm. and toilets. Because, again, when you're attempting to flush paper... um. You really want a big, you want a nice fucking. You need a gold toilet you like need a he gold. had in Trump Tower. That's yeah. the only toilet could h- handle all the notes he was flushing every Absolutely. Day. So let's play this sound of Donald Trump talking all things toilets. And really, you know, in some ways, as someone who has gone out for some steak dinners before, hmm? I've, had a, I've had a couple of multiple flush days. <laughs> but let's hear Donald Trump talk about it. We have a situation where we're looking very strongly at sinks and showers and other elements of bathrooms where uh, you turn the faucet on in areas where there's tremendous amounts of water, where the water rushes out to sea because you could never handle it. Sure. And you don't get any water. You turn on the faucet, you don't get any water. They take a shower and water comes dripping out. It's dripping out very... Quietly dripping Quietly out. dripping out. Mm-hmm. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times, as opposed to once. They end up using more water. So EPA is looking at that very strongly, at my <laughs> suggestion. Uh, you go into a new building or a new house or a new home, and they have standards on where you don't get water. You can't, you can't wash your hands, practically. There's so little water comes out of the faucet. And the end result is you leave the faucet on and it takes you much longer to wash your hands. Yeah, you end up using the same amount of water. So we're looking at uh, very seriously at opening up the standard. And uh, there may be some areas where we'll go the other route, desert areas. But for the most part, you have many states where they have so much water that it comes down. It's called rain. Oh. <laughs> you know, they don't know what to do with it. So we're going to be opening up that, I, I believe. And we're looking at uh, changing open the standards very soon. Yeah, we're open mean, up more clouds. Right. We're opening up more clouds. So this clip is from December 2019. He's still president. <laughs> He's extremely upset with the EPA, obviously attempting to limit the water. And I do think we've all experienced one of those moments where you when you take the number two sure. and you hit the button that says, this is going to do number one's business. Right. But and sometimes you do you have to flush it, it a yeah. couple of times. But I just am imagining this man in the White House with all this ancient plumbing. You know, <laughs> this is where William Howard Taft got stuck in a bathtub. Show some uh, respect. Sure. And he's trying to flush all these notes down the toilet. And then he's like, uh, it's taking too many flushes. <laughs> it's and taking- he calls the EPA. <laughs> Guys, this is crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely this is insane. That, that Seinfeld episode. Do you remember with the low flow shower heads? Yeah, they all had really soft hair. Yes. Yeah, even Trump, you could tell he couldn't get all the conditioner then, out of his hair. In that, <laughs> oh yeah, well his hair is like all conditioner at this point. <laughs> oh, that was no. a great episode though. Kramer ended up getting a high powered shower faucet right. and he started cooking in there <laughs> i remember that that's what we gotta get trump yeah he needs to start doing more cooking in the shower so we'll see what happens to the documents that are currently at mar-a-lago again you can almost see the poor housekeeper with the plunger <laughs> attempting to figure out why the toilet's clogged and why donald is just constantly there being like what'd you find <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no God. It looks like there are these 15 boxes that he took from the White House to Mar-a-Lago. Uh, evidently, there's some top secret information in those. You're not supposed to people, do that. You're not supposed to right. do that. No. <laughs> and uh, people are like, hey, uh, Joe Biden, why don't you go get those papers back? <sighs> uh, but that would require Joe Biden to be able to do anything. 
Right. <laughs> Much less plumbing. All right. Well, let's move on. Continuing love. There's a couple of things happening right now. Bedfellows, perhaps. Oh, Not just uh, Klepper and Kasich. Oh, golly. There's a love affair blooming between two former mayoral candidates. In New Ooh. York City? In New York City. The city of love. Absolutely. <laughs> representative Anthony Weiner, former representative, now sex criminal. He is going to host a radio show with Curtis Sliwa. We know Curtis quite well. And dare I say, this show is going to be completely bonkers. A match yeah. made. In strange political purgatory, which is what Wiener lives in for all time. Yeah, this is New York politics at its best and or worst. I guess we'll either. find out. Uh, <laughs> Curtis Lee, well, obviously, uh, used to be with the Reform Party. Mm -hmm. He helped a lot with Ben's campaign for Brooklyn Borough President. Check out the documentary, Hail Yourself America, to there see more. Um, but then, of course, he switched to the Republican side, and he ran for mayor as a Republican against Eric Adams in 2021. Mm -hmm. This... Going along with a candidate for mayor back in 2013, Anthony Weiner, the disgraced congressman who couldn't stop tweeting pictures wow. of his own dick. Uh, Carlos call Danger. Carlos Danger. Call him by his God-given name, please, <laughs> Carlos Danger. You remember this story, Fernando? Of course. You were Sidney Leathers? Sydney Leathers. That was the gal that he had his final affair with. Uh, I I didn't remember the fifteen year old girl. I remember him tweeting pictures of his of his penis out and that being controversial. But I sure. I, I remember him getting in trouble. But I didn't know it was the pedophilia. Well, thing. it was the fact. So he's got a rod. Let's give Anthony Weiner he's some credit. And he's got a rod. I'm not impressed. No, you're not impressed. Ben, not impressed. I'm, I'm on grinder. Have you seen that's these pictures? That's, okay, that's that's really? Yeah. That's then, no, he's he's right. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to speak out of turn here. But there was a baby that he was holding next to his rock hard pants for uh, size. For size, yeah. And that thing was a baby's leg. Absolutely. I saw in the picture that ended up putting him in jail. Yes. That's so wrong. The, really? The documentary we You don't think that's a hog? I maybe I don't know. I'm not gonna look it up. I'm not looking it up again, but okay. I'm, I'm sticking to with what I said. Well, either way, the name of the show is gonna be The Left versus uh. the Right. Oh. And I think the left is like we don't want to be represented by Wait, anybody. Yeah, and and then say. the right is like, ah, uh, fine. Fine. Slee was fine. For yeah, New York, was fine. fine. For New York, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. No, it's the best you're going to do. Absolutely. I mean, you would think there's so many other lefty politicians who aren't disgraced as much as Anthony Weiner that they could have gotten. I mean, this this could get ratings just to see what they will say. Oh, absolutely. There's going to be people tuning in. And don't forget, Anthony Weiner, much like Michael Avenatti, is a product of television news. Mm -hmm. They propped him up. He was telling it like it is, right. which is extremely easy to do on camera. And then when push comes to shove, obviously some bizarre sexual addiction that completely shattered his life yes ended up taking over his brain yeah and politics were a distant second for his concerns i don't know why he his addiction he didn't even physically touch people he just had all of this he was he was doing it all online and yeah. he threw away his career for mm -hmm. sexting yes what are you doing dude he's like the chris D'Elia of uh of, of politicians right i mean the documentary wiener really goes oh, so through good, because he had already gotten in trouble and then he was trying to make a comeback in 2013 with that mayoral run. Everyone loves a redemption story. It was so close to being one until he, <laughs> he was caught doing the same exact thing that he had been doing for years and years. And I will say- He's sick. I will say, watching the documentary, last time I watched it, Ben, you and I watched it the night before your primary in 2017 and we were like, you know what? As long as we do better than Wiener, we're good. And, you know, okay, so going off of what you two said, uh, Sliwa said on to AP, he said, he told Associated Press that uh, he thinks Wiener and him being on the radio will give people with other major issues in their life kind of a chance for redemption. You know, that okay. he'll be a role model for them. Oh, interesting. So if he can pivot now, uh, like uh, another ninth, pivot, another is, chance for Wiener. We all make mistakes, chance. but they shouldn't be with a 15 year old girl. No, exactly. That's or tweeting pictures to uh, a 15 year old girl, especially right. when from the outside it looked like Uma was really a wonderful, I mean, political marriage, yes, perhaps set up by the Clintons, whatever. But from the outside, it was like that is a great political couple. Yes. And then on the inside, it was crumbling. So be careful out there. And also, if you are alone this Valentine's Day like me, 
Don't forget, sometimes you see those couples. Oh, they look like they're having fun. They're not. No, he's sexting. They're miserable. Yeah, they're miserable. (laughs) Right. That's why they have to eat all those appetizers. (laughs) All right. So there we go. Match made in heaven there. This story, really, when it comes to love, it's not always about love between people. Oh. Sometimes there's love between man and pig. Okay. This is a story that I didn't send you guys because it's just so close to my heart. Uh There's a man in upstate New York. And he he lives in a place that rolls off the tongue, Canajahori, New York. Oh, Ooh, great town. Yeah, one of the better towns. Now, Ellie is a pot-bellied pig, and he snuggles up to Wyvern Flat. That's the name of the guy that has this pig. Now, the dude who has this pig, he lost his wife in a divorce, yeah. and his mom died. Oh, no. Thank God he didn't lose his mom in a divorce. Well, yeah. That would have been real <laughs> weird to explain. But now this village is saying, I'm sorry, sir, you got to kill that pig. What? What? So they're taking him to court. This is going to go to court very soon, and it's caught the attention of a lot of pig partisans out there. Flat said, I could never dream of giving away somebody who's part of my family. Mm. And he says this pig is part of his family. Mm. And then he says, she's very smart. She's more intelligent than my dogs, which I have heard. And then he says, and I think she can kind of hone in on when you're feeling bad because she'll want to come in and snuggle with you. Aww. Oink, oink, so oink. the politics at play here, apparently in this, it sounds almost like an HOA, but it's a city ordinance. Hmm. They say you can't have any pot-bellied pigs. And I say, let him have his pig. Oh, my golly. And yeah. eat it too. <laughs> well, he, I think he just wants to <laughs> snuggle it. Uh, he's not going to rip you it know, up and flush point, it though, you, you, get, you get super stony. You're like, yeah, Ellie, come over here for a little bit more snuggles. Hey, Ellie, why don't you just sit under the sun for a little while so I can smell you? They're being haters. I they mean, are being it, haters. It, it's a little pot belly pig. It's probably smaller than some of those people's dogs. It's 110 yeah. pounds. Uh, okay. You know there are no such things as little pigs, right? Mm. Oh, oh, really? Is that a myth? Wait, what, what the, about the wolf? How? What about the wolf? He's like, little pig, little pig, let me uh, <laughs> in. Well, I'm also going to tell you this. Pigs cannot be homeowners. Oh. No. So that okay. is a parable. All right. Uh, wolves don't talk either. What? And they certainly don't knock. Right. No, they blow your house down. They're the no-knock animals, which <laughs> I've been saying this to the wolves for a long time. And all no-knock raids. Right. Absolutely. We'll get into more of that next week because that story is extremely sad. Yes. And we will talk about no-knock raids more as we discuss, again, always the criminal justice that must be reformed in this country. But sticking with our theme of love, mm. the village mayor, Jeff Baker, He says the board at this point has no comment and the case is pending. She argued uh, every citizen were to openly scoff at the village zoning codes. We would live in a lawless society. That's what she says. If every citizen scoffed at the village zoning codes. Sure. We would live in a lawless society or a society with more pigs. Yeah. And I like that idea. So, Jeff Baker, you got you got a decision to make. This is mm. the biggest. This is why I want to be a mayor of a small town. Right. Mm. This is where you can be a real hero. Yeah. You say, sir, get out of here and take your pig with you. Oh. <laughs> Go snuggle for as long as you can with that pig. Right. Some laws are meant to be broken. Well, this law is just ridiculous. No pigs. So Ellie's fate could hinge on a federal housing guidance that says municipalities should provide, quote, reasonable accommodation for any person who says that the animal is there as emotional support. That's exactly it. He's not going to eat the pig. It's a friend. Mm -hmm. It's a friend. And it's a cute friend. And I'm just we're, we're rooting for him. Yeah. We're rooting for good old for good old Wyvern Flat. If he tries this again, though, you know, mm-hmm. if something happens to this pig, he, he throws a barbecue, and then the next one, he's like, oh, this is my new emotional support pig. I'm like, no, 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 no. Right. This yeah. is you're saying he still. only gets one emotional support well, pig. Yeah. This is the one. This, this is the, the one. one. Yeah. But this does highlight the importance of running for local office. Absolutely. Great I point. mean, town ordinances. I mean, uh, Ben, of course, back in the day had that show uh, where you challenged a cross-dressing law in a small New Jersey town. That's right. Lawbreakers. Lawbreakers. It, it was a it was a pilot that right. went nowhere. They went nowhere, but yeah. you did. I did. Change the law. Absolutely. So there you go. And it, a lot of these laws, these 
codes. Right. They can be changed. Um, they can you can almost like line item change them. So what I did right. in in uh, in New Jersey with the anti cross dressing law, they just struck it. It was out of a city ordinance policy that was like, no singing too loud. Don't chew gum. Don't wear clothes of the opposite sex. They just struck that one line. Right. And then, boom, that changed the entire thing. And that's usually how a lot of these laws get on the books in the first place. Was Someone was walking around in a dress and really what? bothering everybody. Well, I don't like- and then they went to the town council. like, there ought to be law. <laughs> and it's probably the same with this poor pot belly pig. There's probably a pot belly pig that got loose 60 years ago. And the town was like, there ought to be a law. Yep. And now this poor man can't have a friend well and this is really ripping the it's ripping the the township in half oh no a lot of people are fighting for the pig these people are there's pro pig <laughs> mm-hmm. but then there's the anti-pig well this is according to kathy stevens founder of the cat skills animal sanctuary that's uh, for rescued animals she says there's a disconnect in most people's minds that even though these animals were imported originally as pets they were never intended to be food there's still a lot of people who do that equation. Pig equals food. Right. Oh. right. Apparently pigs were supposed to be pets originally. Mm. Well, that's what she says anyway. Hmm. So still many people around the uh, around the municipality, they say, I don't like pigs. But then a lot of other people are saying, you know, I hope this sets a precedent that people start understanding that these are indeed pets. Mm-hmm. And that's what Flat said. He says, these are not something you go home and slaughter and eat. There you go. Mm-hmm. So a love story, pig and man. Right? Isn't that nice? And yet another reason to just move to a vegan town. Oh, totally. People stop eyeballing your pets. I guess mm. a vegan town perhaps, but I do like my cheese. Mm. Pig cheese. Whoa. Ugh, that's gross, Ben. Can you milk a pig? No. Yeah, nipples. they have milk, but don't do that. It's for the pig. Any mammals have milk. Can you, you can milk I never milk. heard of pig cheese. <laughs> that's no. gross. Does pig cheese exist? Oh, that's gross. I just don't even want to I mean, go there. yeah, just the phrase <laughs> pig cheese, man. Well, you know. Yeah. What else is gross? Having a ex-girlfriend <laughs> or ex-boyfriend. They're gross. That's right. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, We've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Another story of love coming from Georgia. This is disgusting. It plays (laughs) into our criminal justice reform and again, my pet peeve is when police departments pretend to be funny because <laughs> oh, no. we're always the punchline. <laughs> oh, man, I love this joke. 20 years to life. Sweet. Wait, That's what? my favorite. Super oh, no. Georgia law enforcement. I believe this was on Facebook. This is what they say in a message. They say, do you have an ex-Valentine? And do you know if they have outstanding warrants? <laughs> and then the police go on to say, do you have information that they are, were driving with drugs in their car? <laughs> Give us a call with their location and we'll take care of the rest. Whoa. So for Valentine's Day, the Georgia cops just want you to snitch on your ex. This is horrible. <laughs> so they can go arrest them. Stop. We were talking about this, what, two episodes ago. Like this love of all of a sudden everyone's like, snitching is just what I do. I love to do it. Whether you get an abortion in Texas or if you had <laughs> drugs in your car in Georgia uh, and you broke up with me. Right. Good Lord. The post goes on to describe it, quote, as Valentine's Day's month-long special, <laughs> a set of limited edition platinum bracelets. Oh, my God. So funny. Those For are jail. handcuffs. Oh, Those are handcuffs. Gosh. You get it? Darn it. It's cuffing season. They free transportation with, with a chauffeur. That's the, uh, that's the oh cop. Oh, my gosh. And then they say one night minimum stay in the luxurious five-star accommodations and professional glamour oh. shop that will be posted online for all to enjoy. Oh, my God. Go so fuck funny. yourself. This is insane. This is worse. I mean, if there was also free cold soup, I guess it's just the gazpacho police coming through town. <laughs> where is where is Marjorie Taylor Greene on this one? That's right. This is in Georgia. So uh, I don't know. This is brutal, man. It is brutal. It's so horrible. And I really hope no one takes uh, these cops up on their what they call tongue in cheek. But tongue in cheek, again, can often mean people behind bars. Yeah. And it's like most most things are like, I'm just joking. 
like uh, usually when someone says I'm just joking, they also don't have the power to incarcerate you. Right, mm. right, right, right. Yeah. Well, they did oddly enough get the idea from a North Carolina county sheriff's office, oh, come which on. posted the same uh, idea back in 2021. Um, and apparently Jeez. the Rockmart PD were like, uh, we copy this from a sheriff in Eastern NC. Seems like an excellent program to us. Cause you know, it helps their bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> so and unfortunately, oh you know what? Uh, there's a lot of exes who would definitely do this. Right. Absolutely. I'm already thinking about how many exes <laughs> I would call the, the Ohio police. <laughs> like, mm, you might want to check out her car. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She's got a she's got a pet pig in there, and she's I don't think there's a pig. permit. She doesn't have a permit for that pet pig. Yeah, she had uh, she had half of a sea breeze over there at a bar. Mm. <laughs> Pull her over. Anyway, the uh, the post got a lot of comments, but some people, again, such like police cocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One person wrote, "Wow, what a meaningful Valentine's Day gift. So righteous. What a purposeful idea. I love it." Unless it's vindictive. Oh. But how else? What else what could, else could there be? be? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Anyway, so that's happening in Georgia. Love. Love on the rocks. <laughs> love behind bars. Love behind bars. That would be, uh, man, someone's probably going to take advantage of it, though. One person joked, I love this. Best believe I'd sure call you if my ex wasn't already in Bartow jail. <laughs> Lol, just took <laughs> Just left Polk County Jail, shaking my head. So their ex is already in jail. It's already in jail. So anyway, all right, and sticking with our theme of love, it seems as if the Democrats might love Hillary again. Oh, my God. Uh, She's speaking at the New York Democratic Convention. Oof. More New York news. Anthony Weiner, he'll have a lot of hot takes on Hill. (laughs) Yeah. What do you guys think about this? We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I mentioned it to some of my friends that they they almost started crying. <laughs> but it is it is obvious what's happening. Hillary is coming out. And of course, when it comes to the what about her emails? Right. As we have stories of Donald Trump flushing paper right. uh, down the toilet, which is almost it's almost like a sweet like when was the it's, it's a almost, perfect revenge. It is. That's why Hillary Clinton fired up the uh, what about her emails, uh, hats, the merch. T-shirts, Ugh. coffee cups, the merch. She's if got you, merch that says what about her emails in light of this story of Donald Trump tearing up pieces of paper and flushing them down the toilet. If I was going to make a creator douche, mm-hmm. create a player. <laughs> sure. We got the what about her emails hat. Oh. The let's go Brandon shirt. Okay. Oh. We're wearing Yeezys. Okay. Uh, okay. Yep. Yep. And listening as- to Marilyn Manson. As far as pants go, perhaps listening yeah. to some Marilyn and pants. Ooh. Probably no pants. No pants. That's offensive to everybody. Yeah. Just showing the wiener, Anthony Wiener style. Yeah. Oh. There yeah, we the go. Nice, the tight. classic gray boxer briefs that he always wore. With an erect penis. And then if you can go <laughs> go to the toy store, buy a little doll. Right. And then you have yourself and, and then, a Halloween costume. And then you got your Elliot Spitzer socks or your Jen Pisaki socks. That's a great Halloween costume. You're the ultimate douche. <laughs> biggest douche. Biggest douche. You I'm did the it. biggest douche. So looks like Hillary will be speaking at uh, as a keynote speaker. Uh, this development comes as uh, Clinton works to, again, remain relevant within the party. Obviously, you know, people that defend her will say she has every right to run for president. And of course, she does. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did get millions and millions upon millions of votes, mm-hmm. three million more mm-hmm. than Donald Trump himself. Mm-hmm. And of course, she lost some swing states extremely close because her campaign was run like dog shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. She didn't go to multiple swing states. So enough. I guess sticking with the theme of love and exes, is she the one that got away? Ugh. And the Dems are like, come back. Come I'm stop. sorry. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh. I don't know. Oh. I mean, she's all, she's there. Especially her home state. I mean, it's New York. I mean, you know, it's not, it's not her home home state. Obviously, she's had multiple home states. But New York is where she was a U.S. senator. This would be, I think, the first place for her to test the waters yep you know there were a lot of rumors that will she even come back in 2020 and now they're like will she come back in 2024 she fortunately does have a team surrounding her at all times that are constantly informing her of data and polls and so i think this rollout 
is testing the waters, mm-hmm. but depending on how it goes, determines the next few years. Absolutely. Be careful when you test the waters because there might be a monster beneath. <gasps> you Jason, mean Jason Voorhees? Whoa! Uh, or a monster made out of all of the t- all of the paper that Donald yeah, flushed. Voorhees pops out of the lake. Is like, hey, will someone stop flushing so many That's pieces? So Look at all these Post-it notes I got. <laughs> yeah, put them together. Come on, guys. Please. I want to read this quote from CNBC. They say uh, she's beloved by the mainstream members of the Democratic Party and her popularity is higher than that of President Biden. Mm, It's good for her because it keeps her relevant and her appearance is likely to meant to galvanize the party and the audience. I don't dis. I do. You see, no, I completely disagree with this. Mm. You don't. You think that Joe Biden is more popular right now with the Dems than Hillary Clinton? N- okay, I don't even. Joe I mean, Biden this is, is not by the way. Pop- these are sad statements yeah, that that's I'm making. A, that's insane. But that's like saying, <laughs> is this shit sandwich better than this turd sandwich? You know, that's the, what they did on South Park. Fernando. Yeah, it really is. It's just like a, a douche and a turd sandwich. Absolutely. Truly. And that was 2004. So, so yeah. and it's gonna galvanize me to hate what Democrats are doing even fucking. More. Sure. I don't think it's gonna in oh oh yay, Hillary's back. She took Bernie away from us. She messed up <laughs> her own campaign. This is the woman we want to beat Joe Biden. Biden, of course, is at 54% disapproval. He has said he'll run again. But again, a man of his age, true talk. <laughs> it just is what it is. Right. And as we are going to go on here and talk about war and peace, I doesn't like make me so unbelievably comfortable in his competency. When it comes to his brain, Joe Biden's given some strange interviews here, as we, as you pointed out, and as we'll talk about, are leading up to what could very well be a war. He keeps saying 2020. He keeps saying a lot of things that aren't correct. At and least then, he's not like 1973. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good year. It was a good year, Cohen Pop. But the interview he did with Lester Holt had a lot of head scratching. I would even mm. say face palming moments. Yeah, and then obviously I sent you guys the article where he just straight up said, uh, yeah, things could go pretty crazy, pretty fast there in Ukraine. And right. it's just like, well, that's not comforting at all. It's not comforting. And that Lester Holt interview uh, was not, Lester was not throwing hardballs. No, it's <sighs> Lester Holt. Lester Holt was like, so what about all this inflation you said was going to be gone? And he's like, whoa, being a little attitude aren't you? Yeah, you're being a wise guy with me there, pal. Oh, my goodness. Listen here. Well, the proof is in the troops. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has ordered an additional 3,000 troops to be sent to Poland again as uh, fears rise or tension rises regarding what the Russians are going to do with Ukraine. Mm-hmm. They say they could take Kiev in a matter of moments, Ugh. because as we know, the uh, military in Ukraine, it's guerrilla warfare. It's just civilians. They will be heavily financed by us. But there's a big difference between the Russian military and a million Ukrainians who are like, I'm going to fight for my country. Right. Probably knowing they're going to die. Right. And the biggest sign, at least from the American side, that a potential conflict could be eminent is the fact that we are actively getting Americans and by getting Americans, we're telling them to leave. We're not doing like an Afghanistan deal where we're getting helicopters and planes in there and and hauling them out. This is a, the U S embassy is calling Americans in Ukraine and say, yeah, yeah, I want to get out. Yeah. The U S embassy is active uh, going to, to the expats that live in Ukraine for whatever reason they're there. Easier said than done, but that is a, that is a uh, ingredient that further makes it look like war is proofing as it rises right under our eyes. The 3,000 more troops that Biden sent, that is an addition to the thousands more that he had sent, uh, the, to the thousands that he had sent previously. So I believe the number, it's hard to keep track because they do this all incrementally, mm-hmm. not to uh, rock the boat. But I believe the number is around 12,000 now right? uh, with Poland and uh, Ukraine and that whole thing. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, guys. It looks like we're sending troops. We're telling our people to get out. Doesn't look like Vladimir Putin has any reason to back down at this point. As a matter of fact, a war might be something that he is looking for. And of course, as Biden's approval ratings continue to plummet, perhaps war again. What is it good for? Absolutely money. Absolutely. $768 billion. But that continues to go on right in front of our eyes. And again, the fact that uh, the, the fact that 
an interview with our president leads to the mo- the most succinct answer he gave was, it can go crazy at any moment. Any uh, moment. That's like, oh, yes. Quit being a wise guy with me. It could go <laughs> crazy at any moment. <laughs> cool. Oh, man. Talk about like, what's the opposite of reassuring the American people? Yeah, How do I do exactly. this all wrong? <laughs> exactly. Joe, tell him anything could happen at any time. <laughs> yeah, that's great, Corn Pop. I'm going to use some uh, some uh, real big words like crazy. Crazy. That's what I like to hear. It could pop off. That's awesome. <laughs> And they're saying they're not going to help Americans who are there either, correct? They're saying, they're saying you're saying, fucked, dude. Yeah, you got to get out. Get so, out that's or you are, you're staying in. It's like, uh, I don't know. You know how when, I don't know, when you're about to puke and you get that weird taste in your mouth? Oh, yeah. This is that. It's going to happen. I get the sweats. I get yeah, the sweats. Yeah, and no. then this one, I'm like, I got to find a toilet right now. Yeah, so yeah. Mm. It's coming. It's yeah. coming, guys. It's yeah. coming up now. I hope this toilet knows how to flush because I'm about to let loose. Whoa, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> that is what a sad the White House toilet. I really wish I could magically have like a Pee Wee Herman wand to be like magical toilet. Now you can duck. Oh, <laughs> no. be like, oh tell me about all the dumps. Jerry Truman really knew how to lay it down. <laughs> the best thing I can say is that this wasn't built when George Washington was alive. <laughs> I didn't have to suffer through that. Oh. Abraham Lincoln was not a great president. Oh. The amount of dump. You wouldn't believe the amount of... I was going to say something about semen. Um, But anyway, moving on. (laughs) This is a classy show. We're a news organization. Save it for the Naval Academy. Another story that should be getting a lot more attention that simply is not... Turns out, oh, the Central Intelligence Agency. Mm. What do they love? The CIA, they love to spy, lie, and make people die. Whoa! Take my freedoms, please. So the CIA, (laughs) basically, what seems to have happened is the NSA and the CIA just sort of joined forces, and now we are finding out they spent most of their time spying on American civilians, (sighs) as we have robot dogs on the border that evidently Jimmy Fallon interviewed oh, to normalize them wow. further so great and of I course you guys love him if bark, you watch bark. jimmy kimmel he's just so in love with all things covid it's oh. unbelievable these corporate chills i remember when comedians would attempt to shake up the uh the establishment but mm. now of course they are the uh they are the establishment's henchmen and again we are the punchline normalizing robot dogs on the border thank you jimmy thanks jimmy love it the cia <laughs> It has now been shown by civil rights groups that their organization looks into mostly American citizens. Everything comes home to roost. This watchdog group was created after 9-11. Of course, it was slammed through. The only senator to stand up was Russ Feingold. That's right. My man, Russ Feingold out of Wisconsin. This has been happening. People have been talking about it. Edward Snowden has been warning mm-hmm. us for a long freaking time. Mm-hmm. Say what you want about scummy McScumfuck, who is now incarcerated, uh, Julian Assange. Don't right. like him as a person, but it is what it is. Right. He just collected mass data that we wouldn't have had otherwise. They and blew, so I give them credit yeah, for that. They were know? the whistleblowers on a lot of these intelligence mm-hmm. programs that Americans had no idea. Uh, James Clapper, of course, lied to Congress about it, and that was the key moment that made Ed Snowden say, holy shit, I got to blow the whistle. Absolutely. So under executive order one, two, three, 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 this is just an executive order. Another thing Biden could change tonight, which he won't. He's busy. He's not. (laughs) He's sleeping Mm. and dreaming about how he can fuck over college students. (laughs) So she says. Uh, under executive order one, two, three, 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 in general, the government is not allowed to target particular Americans or U.S. persons, but it hardly matters anymore because if the government can conduct bulk surveillance and bulk collection overseas, it's going to pick up American data in the process. Kind of what we were talking about uh, regarding looking looking for one thing finding it another and being mm-hmm. like that's now the investigation right um this is yeah they have just mass surveillance they're doing it here and everyone uh, are we just supposed like what what is our reaction supposed to be when we hear this like do they is this are we supposed to be like thank you for keeping us safe from from us from what though from I mean, what from what okay so why aren't from they descent? stopping mass shooters at Walmart I Exa- mean exactly what? it's like if what? you're if you really are uh, having mass surveillance or if you're really if your end goal is to ensure safety and security 
They're doing a horrible job. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, and I'm sure they, their spokespeople would probably argue that they are stopping lots of crime we don't behind see the it. scenes. Yeah. I mean, you don't see it. Um, that's often, obviously, the excuse that they'll give, you know, the idea of giving up your liberties in exchange for security. Yeah, but half of this stuff is just waiting for Guffman. It's all theater, right? Ex- so exactly. They all, it's mm-hmm. a bunch of Broadway. Uh, it's a bunch of militarized Broadway directors. <laughs> We're just like, how are we going to pretend like they're FBI? How are you, how are we going to pretend like they want to blow up the White House? Right. And it's a slippery slope to, yes, mass surveillance where everyone is constantly under investigation, basically. Right. One nation under surveillance. And then, uh, it, like you said, it opens up more opportunities for people mm-hmm. to then become criminals, even though they didn't know it. Absolutely. Uh, Representative Ron Wyden, he's a Democrat out of Oregon, and Representative out of New Mexico Republican Martin Heinrich. And the only reason we even know what was going on when it comes to the spying on U.S. citizens, including your own grandmother. (gasps) No. It's possible. They would, if they saw my grandmother, uh, they'd be seeing her in her underwear a lot. She never wore clothes. Grandma's a terrorist. <laughs> well, a, a terrorist of love mm. um, because she killed her husband. Oh. The only clues that this program even existed was because of something called Deep Dive 2. It came from a partially, de- partially declassified letter from Senators Ron Wyden and Martin Henrik, both Democrats, Ron, of course, from Oregon, Martin from New Mexico. So thank you to these two people mm-hmm. who alerted us of what we already knew and we all have known for a long time. Right. The mm-hmm. cameras, all of the things that we experimented on in Pakistan are coming home to Indiana. Ohio, and right. a state near you. Absolutely. And Ron Wyden has been a protector of civil liberties for a long time. He actually has worked across the aisle with Rand Paul a lot when uh, Edward Snowden's revelations came forward. Mm. So Ron Wyden, I mean, Oregon, keep that guy around because he right now is keeping both of his eyes sternly on the intelligence agencies and all of the secret programs that they are conducting. And so we're screwed when it comes to... Um, any kind of who is um, who is in charge here when it comes to the CIA, mm. the NSA? Who's watching them? What's the watchhog? What's a watchhog? Get rid of watch. Who's watching the Watchmen? Who's yeah. watching the Watchmen? Absolutely, and it's Ron Wyden. I mean, back in 2013, he was the one who asked that sacred question of James Clapper if uh, the NSA was collecting any type of data at all on millions or hundreds of millions of Americans, mm. and that's what Clapper was like, no. Not wittingly. Uh, and then not wittingly. was like, tweet, blew the whistle. Absolutely. Right. Clapper is a colossal piece of shit. Anytime you watch anything on television and the Chiron says CIA, former FBI, they are lying to you. Mm-hmm. This is according to Patrick Toomey, a senior staff attorney at the ACLU, who I still stand by. Apparently, they're going through some corporate shifts that might not be in the best interest For all, but we'll talk about that Mm -hmm. probably in the future. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is what Patrick Toomey had to say. He says, Congress really has not legislated to any significant degree to create protections for Americans in the context of 12333 surveillance. And yet this spine is incredibly broad and sweeps up huge amounts of Americans' data. Yeah. He goes on. It raises the same kinds of privacy concerns that Congress has set out to address under FISA by establishing a legal framework. That requires court approval before intelligence agencies can obtain or access Americans' information. Wow. Yay. So that is a good thing to remember. They're spying on you. So uh, put on something nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's romance. It's just in time for Valentine's Day. Yay. Ooh, I hope I get a knock on my door. Ding, 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 ding. Come and knock on my door. Ding, 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 ding. Sir, we know you're in there flushing documents. <laughs> oh! All right. Well, speaking of surveillance, the Super Bowl is coming to town. Yay. Everyone loves sports. Be careful, however, if you are someone who has the audacity to go and sell your wares outside of the stadium. And if you are not a U.S. citizen, avoid SoFi Stadium in Inglewood during the Super Bowl. Evidently, the wonderful state of California, Yay. the liberal safe haven, yeah. the place that has more prisons. In the Southwest. <laughs> it's so wonderful, isn't it? I love this place. It doesn't do everything wrong. They have decided ICE needs to be there at the Super Bowl mm. to collect any undocumented person 
daring to sell it to Molly to some hungry, drunk football fans. Wait a minute. Uh, you don't mean ice as in keeping my drinks cold? Nobody. No, that might not actually work there. Uh, so this is, again, another reminder of the greatest privilege that you have is citizenship. Because this is a money maker for big business. They're going to be making bank. Mm -hmm. And the idea that they might even have someone there who is slightly lesser than in their eyes make even a dollar selling hamburgers is audacious. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the Super Bowl, one of the most, you know, corporate uh, event, definitely the most corporate sporting event of the year. One of the most expensive. One of the most Mm -hmm. expensive and one of the most, uh, one of the most profitable. So it's just, it, it just sucks. And Fernando, maybe speak on it as a, uh, as a Hispanic, like this doesn't, it just seems like it's a class system, right? It's an attack on the Hispanics. I mean, because yeah. it's also, it's assuming a lot of things. It's assuming that every vendor outside of SoFi Stadium is illegal. Sure. So that in itself is kind of racist. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people want to try and make a quick buck, not just illegal immigrants. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason they're out there. Water would be nice as well. Water right. with $10 right. a bottle inside SoFi Stadium. Exactly. Or, so, or a dollar outside the stadium. It's, mm-hmm. it's just sad. I mean, it's sad to see LA, who is built on the backbone of these, of us, yes. of these people. Yeah. And who fucking works at the goddamn stadiums, man? Exactly. You right. know, so, it's like, it's just infuriating. And something nice is coming to town. Get out of here. Right. Like, go screw yourself, man. And meanwhile, they have all the talking points about everything else under the sun, equality, and all of these things that they tout again. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they do the exact opposite. So in a follow-up release, the DHS wrote, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, Homeland Security Investigations, HSI, has deployed a task force to identify and combat human trafficking as well as intellectual property enforcement teams to go uh, to the city well, of Inglewood. The NFL is worried about someone printing their own shirts that say, go Bengals, right. because they might lose 35 to 40 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Those two things that they're there to enforce are very different. There's uh, human trafficking. Uh, and Which, then- can I just, me? am I ignorant? But like if I'm human trafficking someone, I'm not like, hey, yeah, I know we've been setting you all in Vegas and stuff. It's been really rough. I know you've been getting gang banged against <laughs> your will. But don't worry, we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Whee! We're gonna work the Super Bowl parking lot. Yeah, we're gonna go like who's human trafficked to the Super Bowl? Right. It's just one it's the same thing that Apple did when it's like, we're gonna spy on you. We're against child porn. Everyone's against child porn. Right. Everyone's against human trafficking. I don't give a shit about the uh, about the copyright infringement of the NFL logo. <laughs> right. Uh, the NFL will be just fine. But the guys that they're going to stop human trafficking, please. If, and if, don't forget, we have more people in prison, undocumented mm-hmm, people in prison mm-hmm. now than we did under the previous dumpy shithead. We talk about corporate fascism yep. all the time. And how is this literally not corporate fascism right now? A corporation has hired a government entity, ICE, to enforce its IP, its intellectual property. Wow. This is corporate fascism. It's pure, the purest form of it. Right. It's state power and corporate power merging. And if you don't think it sends the message, stay away from here, brown people. Right. Right. It's just sad because that's what you, you made a great point again as we talk about. The workers make what this country is. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just also, like, if you're undocumented, this is solely for the people trying to sell you a fucking churro. That's it. Because if you're undocumented, you pay 10 grand. A hot dog. If you're undocumented, you might, maybe you do, but you probably don't have the 15 grand to go to the damn stadium anyway. So rich people... Just don't want to be bothered when they have to go to the guess for the Super Bowl. I love football, mm. but the Super Bowl, it's like not the most authentic game mm-hmm. of football mm-hmm. um, because you're supposed to have vendors. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be people coming together. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so LA showing its true colors, you know, absolutely. They do all the fucking time and no one listens. And then they continue to vote these assholes in Christopher Sanchez said on uh, Twitter, uh, they are a uh, Chicano policy advocate. They say, as someone who works on legislation to combat human tra- trafficking, to support trafficked survivors, I don't buy the lies from ICE and the CBP as to why they have a heavy presence at the Super Bowl. 
He says law enforcement agencies have the capabilities to combat human trafficking as it is, and ICE and CBP are enforcement agencies. If a survivor of trafficking is undocumented or a non-citizen, they should be directed to resources exactly. uh, that can help Boom. them. So be careful mm -hmm. because it's a big game for everyone, yeah. not just the athletes. ICE is probably... Uh, Thinking they can wrangle up 20 to 30 human beings and oh, call it a so nice sad. day. I mean, yeah, right. So sad. Hopefully there's no quota or anything. But to Fernando's point, L.A. shown its true colors. And they ain't the colors of the Rams. It's the color of ice. Absolutely. Also, how did they finance all of that? Well, uh, the month of January was a record for federal tax collections. One billion five hundred and sixteen million nine hundred and fifty-two. Thousand. Wow. Actually, is it one trillion? That's that a one, tri that's one, one trillion. That's one trillion. That's a one That's too many. Man. I'm sure it's that's all. That's one trillion five hundred sixteen <laughs> billion nine hundred fifty-two million and thousands. <laughs> it's a large number. <laughs> it's easier to read <laughs> than to say. Anyway, so um, sadly, we're all complicit, and that's why we have to change policies. Exactly. And that's where Joe could probably help with that, but he is too busy. Again, saying corn pop and yelling at reporters who ask him any questions and preparing for war. But he also says, I don't know about easing these mask mandates. Mm. Bro, you're about to go kill thousands of people, okay? <laughs> Quit worrying about me. <laughs> it's fine. I'm good. Yeah. I promise you. I'm gonna... you, you worry about your job yeah. and uh, plunging the toilets there at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's been our episode of Love. Yeah, it kind of worked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we covered all the bases. Oh well, yeah, you can have horrible stories, but premise them in love. Yay! Look at that. All right, everyone. Truly, we hope you have a wonderful uh, Valentine's Day week. Mm -hmm. We'll obviously be back. Uh, we'll be back here. We'll do a couple of episodes for you as well. And uh, yeah, if you're alone, it's also kind of hard sometimes because you see all the signs for love, mm -hmm. and then I say, "What if I kill you?" <laughs> oh, it's my most god. It's my most. It's my most goth season. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't want your love. I got Halloween. Mm, I'm like more of a Halloween guy. Anyway, all right. Hang in there, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Hail yourselves. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.